0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal podcast. I'm your host AJ Teal, and as always. To my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, what are we wearing? Do you see the NHL logos on? Look, I'm gonna say this first off. Uh, we're recording this at five o'clock on Monday. Like we're getting, like like we're back on track with recording the day before. You know, getting our our, our lives back on track, getting these episodes out, you know, at their their 7 a.m. time so people can listen. This is going out, and we have no idea what's
1: going to happen tonight in game seven of the Rangers Devils. So I've literally been shitting a you-know-what, like, I, I don't know, for the last 10 hours. I mean, we're three hours from puck drop, and my blood pressure is already through the roof. You know, yeah. some may say it's smart. Some, some may say it's not.
0: Look, I honestly win or lose tonight. I did not want to record after. Uh, you know, we're, we were talking about it. You know, I'm either going to be all, off the ro- 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 just all over the place, too excited uh, to talk, or I'm going to be down in the dumps. I don't want to talk for yeah. a couple days, and that's exactly what's going to happen. So and that's we fine. won't exactly so react to-, to it
1: from the weekend. We're right? Fine.
0: There's yeah. enough to talk about from this weekend. We have playoffs yeah. to talk about. Plenty of game sevens this weekend. In uh, the NHL, two that were really unreal. Uh, The the NBA,
1: the NHL playoffs. We say this every year: the greatest thing in sports. If you watched the Boston Florida game seven last night, you missed an epic, epic game. Epic, an
0: epic, epic. an epic game, and you missed also in the NBA. Uh, an epic game from Steph Curry, which we'll talk about. A legendary performance, yeah. the first ever 50 point game in a game seven, which is just—he keeps think about it. he keeps doing things that that have never been done before. I mean, he keeps yeah. doing them right when you think there's nothing else for him to achieve in his career. He does the first ever 50 point game seven. It's never been done before. Right. One yes, of the so best performances you've ever seen, and and
1: I, I hate to I hate to say off. this over and over again. But, you know, some of these predictions, other than the Milwaukee Bucks, which we're not going to talk about, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're coming true right now. They're, they're, you know, Toronto taking care of Tampa Bay, Florida Panthers, t- you know, taking it to uh, Boston, yeah. Steph Curry, you know, taking it, the L.A. Lakers beating Memphis. I don't know, AJ, I'm starting to feel like I got the groove yeah, going.
0: You're, you're doing well, I think, besides that Bucks pick. Um, look, didn't you, uh, did you pick the Bruins or did you say they give them a fight? You I said no. they, okay. you Said that all they would right. give him the fight. I didn't. I didn't think they'd give him a fight. So I'll no. take that loss.
1: I I didn't. I said Boston would prevail, so I I will beat myself up for that because I didn't go all the way. I said right. this is the one team in the East that will give the most trouble to Boston, and that Boston doesn't want to play, and it proved to be unfortunately correct. Well, I said we take. We're we're still taking a break from the intro,
0: so no. Uh you know, incredible yep. music to, to fill your ears. So we're going to get right into it. Let's run it. And we're going to start actually before we get to the playoffs with a recap of the NFL draft from the weekend because we talked first round. but There's more than just the first round in the draft. There is. What we're going to focus on today, we're just going to like, let's discuss what happened from the weekend because there was plenty of good second, third, and, and day three picks. Um, and then yep. we'll go through, give our best drafts from the weekend and then
1: some teams that we really didn't uh, like their draft um, at all. But before we jump into that, uh, our statistician Brian Teagle sent me some good stuff today. I, I didn't realize, in all the craziness of round one, when Houston moved back in to get the third pick and pick Will Anderson, you know they gave up their number one pick next year, right? Yeah. If Arizona and Houston, who are projected to be two of the worst teams in the league, yeah. end up being one two, Arizona will pick one two next
0: that's, year. That's kind of crazy. I mean, look, the te- like I said, the Texans did something ballsy like they want Ball. to win now they want the players now and so look what 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 they did like it required giving up that pick and and you know like we said it was good for arizona because they're a team that should be making those types of moves and the Texans have s- freaking stink for so many years now that they yeah. had to make that move because they want to start trying to compete get some good players at the end of the day i I would like to think they are not the second worst team in the league next year. There's some teams that might take their spot. Let's hope yep. it's more like, like not, I think 9, 10, 11 is a win for the Texans. You know, <laughs> if they get a couple, like maybe six, seven wins this year. Uh, but but it would be pretty bad if they were number two next year. And then the, Car- the Cardinals are sitting there uh, with a lot of a lot of good draft stock if, if, if the Texans do, you know, become bad again next bed.
1: year. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, where do you want to begin, buddy? I, I, I spent a lot of time on the couch this weekend. So well, I mean,
0: we, w- w- what do you got? Let's let's talk about the, you know, we talked a lot about the first round. A lot of support on, on TikTok. We posted a lot of our uh, reactions out there. So appreciate, you know, all the love there. But, you know, there was more to it. We had day two and day three. Uh, for some reason, at day three, like, I watched a lot of it. Why, I don't know. I mean, I guess there wasn't anything better to do on yeah. a Saturday afternoon. Uh some really? sneaky good picks. Um that, you know, I I enjoyed in the you know, second, third, fourth, fifth rounds how many names I knew from college right? that were going late. And totally. I was like, man, these guys were, you know, some of the best players in college last season. Go, you know, there was running backs running for true. fifteen, six hundred sixteen hundred yards going in the fifth round. Deuce Vaughn at almost two thousand yards goes to the Cowboys in the sixth round. I mean,
1: some amazing and, and one of the cool stories ever from these you know, positional players. For those who don't know, I mean, you want to talk about a tearjerker, right? So, Deuce Vaughn, all five foot, you know, five and a half, five, six of them, was a right. stud at mm-hmm. Kansas State. A stud. I mean, he is Darren Sproles 2.0. For anybody who knows who Darren Sproles is, who was a, a really long term, you know, w- tremendous contributor for the Eagles. Right. His dad has been a scout for the Cowboys forever. And, you know, his dad called him up and said, Hey, you know, or maybe Deuce called his dad and said, I don't think I'm going to get drafted. You know, we're getting here in the seventh round, this thing. So you know, he was really upset. And about five minutes later, Jerry Jones hands a card to, you know, Mr. Vaughn and says, Hey, you want to do the honors of putting this card in and calling your son? He's our next draft pick. Like it yeah. was so no, cool. It, it was Everybody's really cool. crying. It was like one of those amazing moments in sports and family and everything else. I loved it. I, I really want to actually give praise
0: because we can be harsh on this show. You know, we're going to come at yeah. you. If you make a mistake, we're coming out harsh. But if you do something good, we're going to also praise. And I want to give some praise to one of the teams that I really enjoyed how they started the draft a little, not how I liked, and then came back with a really great draft. And that's the Detroit Lions. I, th- I thought yeah. the Lions had one of the best drafts overall. We we, yes. we talked about they're the Jameer Gibbs. They're on my top five league. list. We yep. talked about the Jameer Gibbs pick and and it was you know up and down and, and we didn't like how far they they picked someone i know they traded they ended up trading deandre swift to the eagles which the eagles for get nothing, yet for another nothing. player yeah i mean for a, a, a rookie round draft pick two a, years from now a rookie on an expiring deal with injury problems you're not going to get anything for him so I i'm not it, i'm not surprised about that but the eagles are again the eagles are in a position where their roster is so stacked right now and they're and that 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 contract for Hertz doesn't kick in for another year or two that they still have cap space they still can take those chances on players like DeAndre Swift so in my opinion it's a great trade for them we have seen what DeAndre we're gonna we're not gonna sit up here and act like DeAndre Swift healthy is not a top, top 10 running back in the NFL yeah but I, he,
1: you're, you're that that quotations you healthy. Know, if you can get I mean, a come on, uh, you're also putting healthy.
0: you're also putting him in a, 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 a team with a running quarterback and a bunch of other running backs that they utilize. So I don't think his
1: workload is going to be I mean, anything. So Swift could be lot.
0: really big for the Eagles this year. They
1: have five running backs. That would be the number two running back on almost any team. I mean, that's yeah, so, how deep that running back room. Was. Yeah, it's I mean, it's still deep. It, and they it, lost it, Sanders. They they could lose
0: him. They'd ever utilized him. And Swift yeah. might come back and give you just as you know much production
1: as Miles Sanders. He really could, well, if if he's And and, and if the guy from Seattle that they picked up, who was hurt last year, who right. at the moment is escaping my name, I cannot believe I'm drawing a blank. Uh, who was a beast? Two was years it Rashard? Did they sign Rashard Penny? No, no, no. The the one that Richard Penny uh, took his job. Um, God, I don't know uh, where I did Rashad Penny? Rashad Penny signed with uh, is, no, Rashad Penny's still with Seattle.
0: He is I don't no, know. no, no, no,
1: you're right. Rashad Penny's who they signed, Kenneth yeah, Walker. They, they definitely yeah. signed him, Rashad Walker, Walker stayed it, at, right? right. Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they're they, a they, they, back. they've traced Sermon from the 49ers. This is and a team that big, runs 35 times a
0: game, you know, but so they the, everyone's playing. gonna. I'm not saying fantasy, I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying good pickup, solid there, but back to
1: the Lions
0: draft. Their Look, second round get,
1: was phenomenal.
0: To get Laporta, who I thought was probably the third best tight end outside the mm-hmm. top two in Mayer uh, and and Kincaid, Kincaid. Um, and then to get Brian Branch, who fell all the way to the mid mid rounds, uh, mid mid second round, which I thought was a steal yeah. for by yeah. far the best safety on the draft. Now, the, I didn't expect the Lions to pick him. That's one of their strengths, but they become even stronger at safety there. Then they get Hendon Hooker, the quarterback yeah. in the third round, which like in my opinion. For the value of a player that doesn't get injured last year is a for sure first round pick. I know the age is there, but the Lions are in a position where now where they can make that pick because Goff was really solid for them last year. And they're showing that this is their guy for what they hope is a couple more years and that Hooker was the risk that they could take. If Goff stumbles back in how Goff was two years ago, they could they could turn to Hooker. If he doesn't, you know, Hooker like can it. can definitely use a year or two to sit behind someone like Goff and, and learn.
1: Well, let's not forget C.J. Gard or uh, uh, Gardner Johnson is only on a one-year deal, right? You know, so some at, more, at, it, the it, Brian it, the Brian Branch it really makes that great. safety room, you know, yeah. really solid. And they had to get a tight end to get rid of, you know, to, to compensate for Hawkinson leaving. So, I listen. I thought they did a really good job. I, I would give them a solid A on their draft for sure. I just don't like them giving DeAndre Swift for a fourth rounder two years from now. That yeah. that made no sense to me. Yeah. I agree with you too. Another one I really liked, obviously,
0: was was uh, was Philly. Uh, they have to get a lot of credit for what they're doing with you know. It, you got to look at this team and see wh- what they drafted. You also, for, you would think this team, maybe missed the playoffs last year, was like a seven and nine team last year, mm. seven and ten nowadays. Mm. This team went to the Super Bowl last yeah. year and got Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. Sidney Brown, who in the third, which I thought was the second or oh. third best safety off the board from so Illinois. Good. And so then they good. get Keely Ringo, who we all said was we knew was overrated, got toasted in the championship game. They got but him if, in the fourth, fourth round. round. If you're going to take a flyer on a guy who just a, a month or two ago was was the first or second corner off the board, you get him in the fourth. As but that's
1: a, just it, that H. Howie Roseman is the GM of the century. Right. Not only did he get Swift, not only did he take care of everything that he needed to take care of to get, you know, Jalen Hurts signed, but to get Jalen Carter eight picks after we thought he'd be picked, you know, basically Mm -hmm. Nolan Smith, who was a top 15 player at 30 Sidney Brown, who was a top 35 player at 66 and Keely Ringo, who was probably projected to go around 40, 45 goes at one Oh five. Right. It doesn't make they any got, sense that, it, that he's either a genius or the
0: luckiest man on the face of the earth. The, the way that the draft works is if you make the playoffs or, or, or go to the Super Bowl, you're not supposed to get, no. like, four top 100 players. You're not supposed to get that. And they yeah. got four probably top 70 players. Not, not their to their mention they got, lot a, lot they, got a,
1: they got another massive human being offensive lineman from Alabama. Like, I mean, yeah. They, they, they have six Excellent starters. Draft. They have six players from Georgia on their defense now. The 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 team that was the number one defense the last two years they have six players. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I thought I thought in my opinion I thought they had the best
0: draft. Um, I thought the Lions were strong outside of that. A couple other teams had some really nice I, picks. I
1: liked. I, I have one. I have one that's going to throw you for a loop. Okay, but I really I really liked their draft, and that was the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Right? I mean. I don't think anybody was paying attention because obviously with Aaron Rodgers gone and Jordan love being the guy now, right? Everyone's pretty much writing green Bay off, but I I wouldn't write this team off just yet. You know, this is a team that we we love their first round pick with Lucas van Ness, the edge out of Iowa, right? They take the number, really what I think actually is the number three tight end in the draft in Luke Musgrave out of Oregon state, right? They get uh, two wide receivers, Dontavian Vicks, uh, out of Virginia, Two years ago, was one of the best uh, wide receivers in the country. This guy yeah. is a beast. He just got hurt last year. They got him in right. the fifth round. They got Sean Clifford, who all he did was win at Penn State to back yeah, up. solid love. Should be a solid backup in the NFL, I think. Tucker Craft is a monster of a tight end out of South D- uh, Dakota State that nobody knew about until the combine, combine. Jaden Reed was a very productive wide receiver out of Michigan State. They, they, they had a really solid draft, and I really like Anthony Johnson, their safety out of Iowa State that they got in the seventh round so i thought overall this was a really good draft oh and by the way they got carrington valentine the cornerback out of kentucky who literally was projected to go in the fourth round they got him in the seventh so i i give a lot of a lot of kudos to the moves they made i thought they uh, i thought they upgraded their team in a lot of critical need areas no i agree as well i thought the other
0: team that had a really strong start to the draft some of their um uh, you know, lower end picks, uh, not 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 entirely too familiar, um, with but their top three picks the Seattle Seahawks made Devin Witherspoon getting another corner Jackson's been the Jigba getting another weapon for Gino after you know they pay him and then getting getting Derek Hall um who's like an outside linebacker edge rusher yep. kind of combo that they can work with on defense they stack the running back position even more because Kenneth Walker obviously got hurt last year has health concerns and they get Zach uh, Chairbonnet chair Dr- from UCLA. Chair Charbonnet. Yeah. and he
1: and is they awesome. They get so we, and
0: they they get him in the second it. round. He was probably this the third best running back on the you know yeah. in the draft.
1: You know we, we yelled and screamed when we did the preview of the you know for the draft that this was the guy I wanted the Cowboys to get. He is um, the next Ezekiel Elliott. He is extraordinarily explosive. His lower body is so strong. He breaks tackles. He had such a great year at UCLA. This is a solid pick because it's basically Kenneth Walker 2.0. So you just never get a break, whether you know whoever's in the game. You know they also picked up Mike Morris from Michigan, the defensive lineman, who you know two years ago would have probably been a first round draft pick. You know, right. was a little injured. The offensive lineman, Olu Watemi out of Michigan, is excellent. It was a Kenny McIntosh in the seventh round, the Georgia running back, the the, the backup running back who is explosive. This was a great draft for Seattle. This team, I'm telling you right now, you you don't even have to wait for our preview. Seattle will win the NFC West this year. Wow.
0: You're going Seattle right off the bat in May, May fir- May, f- in May May second at the time. In May. Well, I said last week, I'm not fully jumping on that. Let's see how the offseason goes. Let's see who plays quarterback for the 49ers. Let's see if Stafford comes back for the Rams. I, you know, I, you never know with that team. They won a Super Bowl two years ago. Um, and then, you know, the other team in that division, you got the Cardinals will probably be terrible. So it's a three-team division. But definitely the Seahawks, the Seahawks outside of the, coming out of the draft with what they did, look, it, it looks like a very, very solid team in that, in that NFC West. My last team that I'll say had a really good draft and I'm going to be a homer. I think the Cowboys had a really solid Ooh. draft. I really I we do disagree.
1: I think we disagree.
0: I, I, I would not put him in my top five at all. The, the Cowboys, for one thing, they were one of probably not the only teams, um, but they were one of the teams. I think it, maybe we, you know, we follow them the closest. So maybe that's the you know, only team that I saw. They got every single need that they needed. They got every single need that they needed to cover in the draft. Um, they went athletic on defense they got deeper on defense and they I liked it because they got the offensive positions that they need at the right picks like tight end they needed they got in the second round Was was Schoonmaker Schoonmaker my number one number two three no he wasn't but as they went down the list and the guys fell obviously they had the 26 pick in every round they weren't going to get some of those top guys the way it fell you got what what should be a guy that has a you know, a, a low ceiling, but, uh, but also I think a high floor, like someone that should be, have a very long, you know, long, a very long career in the NFL and should be a solid blocker, do, you know, red zone think, target.
1: Do you think Shoemaker is any better than the two tight ends that we're bringing back this year who were, you know, undrafted free agents last year? I think he can be. I, I think he's, I think
0: when you say Schultz leaving and Schultz was your number one receiving guy, and I think Ferguson is Ferguson really Hendershot, solid. Henderson are solid. Fine. But when you put another guy who I think you're getting, you know, like a, a guy that can become a Dalton Schultz, you're just replacing him with a second round talent. You did the best you could. And now you get, I loved how the Cowboys had three tight ends last year. Solid three tight ends. They could yeah. run three tight end sets. They could put a different tight end out there depending on the down. They have that now again. They don't have just the two. They have Agreed. that now again. My favorite pick of, yeah. the, of the draft for them, besides oh, Mozzie Smith wrong. at first, because we talked, I think is DeMarvian and Overshaw. Uh, mm-hmm. Damarian overshone the out inside linebacker, outside linebacker safety. I don't even know what this guy's position is. He played at Texas six three three two thirty. 230. looks like probably 0% body fat. The ideal yeah. athletic track star football player. In, in my opinion, the, the, the Cowboys went into this saying our secondary, we improve with Stefan Gilmore. Trayvon Diggs should take another step. We resigned all our safeties. We're good in the, in the past defending, we need to book up, up front they get mozzie smith to stop the run they get they get uh Overshone to help with you know stop the run as he's a he's just a speedy linebacker that can get to the outside he can hit i i think this guy maybe not rookie year he's gonna come into something for this defense i think that's what the cowboys did in this draft they got they got the guys that can fill those little needs that they needed on defense that in a year oh, or two are gonna what? show big strides and 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 still carry the cowboys to what was one of the best defenses in the league so, last year.
1: so where, where i disagree with you is I, I agree with you that we got every every position that we needed to get somebody other than a kicker we got right so totally thank fine you for with, not
0: picking a kicker in the fourth round like some of these
1: stupid teams i want to take a jack I don't, I don't get that i don't get but but my problem was is that i felt like every time that we took a player there was a better player on the board in my opinion so but well, I, I feel positions. like that's, that, that, feel like that
0: old, that's that's the cowboys in general there's always yeah. two guys on the board you're like we have to take one of them right the cowboys never never do take that. who you like who, they who never think take, take who you think because they have a different you know they have a, boor, a different board than everyone else they invite these these players like some of the players that they took in the later rounds a richards North Carolina, the, Eric, the top Eric,
1: 30 guys. they invite. To
0: Eric get, Scott, yeah. the corner at a Southern miss. I'm not going to act like I know him. He was picked in the first pick of the sixth round. They traded up for him. They had him ranked. I think like a top 150 prospect. He was yeah. like uh, borderline undrafted. Like the Cowboys just go for who they want. And I'm not going to question them. They do this every year. And these guys, I think are going to become players. Deuce Vaughn well, in the sixth I, round. Loved it as well. No, he's no, he's, no, I think he could come no, in. You. He could be kick returner you could be a punt returner you could be a third down back you could put him in on you know different different situations to catch the ball like
1: Dude, you know what's the best part about Deuce you know I like the Cowboys draft you know what's the best part about Deuce Vaughn is a lot of the scouts you know would talk to the teams that Deuce Vaughn played in the Big 12 and they said the biggest problem with Deuce Vaughn is you lose him behind the line Right, yeah, you don't know where the hell he is. He's just so damn little, and it's so right. fast. And then he explodes through the line; and he's gone. Like that kind of player to me is invaluable. We saw Darren Sproles eat us up for years. Like right. it'd be great to have that on our side. So I love the Deuce Von pick. Awesome and, job. And again, when a when a guy plays in the Big Twelve, yeah. it,
0: you know, and and torches Alabama in the college football playoff, like I don't understand the the oh, he's too small. He's too he's. De- he just torched
1: Big Twelve talent, it's, it's SEC just, talent. Like it's a, it's a matter of what like, AJ. If that guy gets hit by like, you know who um, da- uh, Aaron Donald at full speed, he's gonna die. Look, you know, like that's the problem.
0: We have you seen know. how how many undersized running backs have we seen succeed in the NFL? Like these guys, yes, if they yeah. get hit, they're gonna you know, get crushed and whatever. But
1: they also, don't they usually get hit. A big
0: they're elusive. elusive. They're elusive. Yeah. They juke like that, yeah. they, that that's how they escape injury and and don't get hit is cuz they they're they're faster than yeah. these big guys. Like well, I don't know. I I feel guy. like mm. I feel like these type of picks where that they're just not the NFL, you know, type of build. I think yeah. this is a perfect pick to prove I, people wrong and he could be super valuable to a a team that's trying to make the Super Bowl. You need players like this. You need gadget guys
1: that you can do. give you special plays in the playoffs. I, I just think five of the picks are special teams or backups. That that's my only. That's why I'm not giving. Them and a guess what? Grade. When you're when you are when I your roster you is as good roster.
0: as it is, you can make picks for your special teams and and pinpoint what you
1: need. I liked what they did uh, oh. in this one. How about right, some teams that that you didn't like? Oh, start with the same division, man. The Washington Commanders. What are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? <sighs> this this know. is a team that after Emmanuel Forbes in the first round. Took nobody that is going to start on this team, like yeah. I mean, it's just it was literally like you know they took the 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 sec the second best safety on Illinois. They took a yeah. uh, two offensive linemen who both were were not very, graded very high. They took a running back in, out a Kentucky Chris Rodriguez who literally had like three good games. Like th- I did not like their draft at all. I don't think they helped their team at all. I don't like what. Um, after the first round, I don't like what Tampa Bay did. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, Trey Palmer, wide receiver out of Nebraska, I'm not a big fan of Yaya Diaby uh, out of Louisville. That guy is literally uh, a waste of talent. There, there, there's just the the Purdue tight end Payne Durham wasn't very productive. Like, I just don't like what they did at all. You know, in terms of Tampa Bay, well, and we, then the, yeah, good.
0: What was their first pick? It was a corner that they took. No, like the first one they took
1: was uh, was uh, collegiate can who's awesome. That's the Aaron Donald pick. pit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I love look, the first pick, but after that, it, it got really ugly.
0: The, um, the, the commanders, you know, are, I don't know that this team is just, it's just kind of, and when you look at the roster, you're not excited. I don't, I'm not that excited or scared of, uh, of the quarterback. I don't right. know. Oh, I'm just not threatened by this roster. I think the commanders also realize they're in a division that they have no chance in. None. They have no chance. None. They're, the, they're the worst team in this division. It's not even close, and it doesn't even mean that they're that bad. This team's yeah. probably still a, a around 500 team. This NFC Eastman has just become so good the last couple of years
1: that uh, there's really nothing they can do. There, there really isn't. And, you know, again, I don't think that their quarterback is the answer. I don't think that, you know, Chase Young will ever be the same player that he was. Sucks, this is, it sucks to see. Yeah, no, it totally does. But... You know, you got you got the the three other Alabama guys uh, on right. the line on the defensive line, so they'll, they'll be fine there. But yeah. they're they're not a, they're not a very good team.
0: Yeah. Also for the uh, the Commanders, they didn't get any help for McLaurin. Uh, you know, they 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 really didn't try to take any pressure off him and give give their uh, what what is going to be like their rookie quarterback, like in his first full season starting. They didn't give him any help, so I don't really know what they were doing there. A team's I the team I thought had the worst draft overall was the Patriots. Um, I I, wow, I really? don't I don't know what this team do, is doing, and they do it every year. They have what ten to twelve picks this year. They had yeah. twelve. Yeah. They always rack up picks. They have a bunch of uh, compensatory picks because they always are kind of you know va- value guys in free agency. Like the the Patriots do things very differently. The problem with the Patriots the last couple years is they don't have Tom Brady. Like this team without <laughs> Tom Brady. Oh, is, well, that, I don't, is that the I don't, they have? I don't. I am ready to make a statement. Like I don't think the Patriots will ever win a Super Bowl again because they got so lucky with the greatest player of all time. If they don't have him, they're never going to win again because their 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 drafting doesn't work. Their free agency doesn't work. It doesn't work unless you have the greatest quarterback of all time, and that's listen, not Mac Jones.
1: I don't. I think that you're. I, I listen. I, I didn't hate their draft as much as you did. I mean, before before they, you make your point, let me, let,
0: me, <laughs> me read, let, me, let me read out. They took Christian Gonzalez. I loved it at 17. Yeah. After that, in the, 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 the third round, they take an inside linebacker from Sacramento State. Didn't even know they had a football team. Marte Mapu. Mapu. Who is that? I don't know. I they take a center that. from Troy. They take yeah. a kicker from Maryland in the fourth Who, round. The, the ex- fourth round. He's
1: excellent. He's excellent. He's one, of, he's one of the top two back, kickers in the
0: country. Back-to-back, back, back fourth, fifth round, they take a guard from Eastern Michigan and a guard from UCLA.
1: Yeah.
0: They're, they finally, in the sixth round, take a wide receiver from LSU I've never heard of, Kayshawn. Yes, you have. Keshawn was their best wide receiver. And then in the sixth round, they ended off with a punter from The best in State. the country. He averages 48 yards a kick. I can't wait. It's a great pick for the Patriots because they're going to be punting seven times a game with this offense. Great pick. You're going to pin <laughs> your, your, your the other team down inside the ten every time, but you're going to lose probably fourteen seven every game like you did last year. They did nothing to improve their talent on offense. They have. Uh, it just
1: seems like yeah, these, I think, these, I think these that's teams, the biggest problem. They didn't get better on offense. They, you know, they, they took Matt a lot Jones of the guys on the defensive.
0: Is crying right now because you didn't do anything he to help crying. him. You didn't do he anything. Anything. So. I didn't like their draft and then the only other draft that I think you know I'm I'm going to go in on just because I think they really had a I thought they had a chance to really make themselves a contender, get get a lot better, um you know, do something in the NFC that you know they they were aggressive for free agency and that's the Saints. I didn't think they did anything in this draft. Really? Oh, to, I like to, the Saints to do draft. anything. Look, they they that- went they went and got Derek Carr in the offseason which yep. you have, you know, your offense, that's pretty much set, but defensively we said they needed to remake it, and they took Brian yep. Brisey in the, which in, in exactly the first round, which I, which I really liked. I really liked yep. that. Outside of that, they go running back again with Kendra Miller. I like the player, but running back, you have Kamara. Like, you have other guys there. I didn't you think have they go.
1: Kamara. I mean, Kam- first of all, Kamara can't stay out of trouble, number one. Number two, he wasn't the same player last year that he's been in the past, right? Your backup is Mark Ingram. Kendra Miller is a— right i love this pick i i totally disagree with you jake jake Hayner, fresno state you yeah, kind of like jake Hayner, like yeah they get the another fresno cornerback but but you just got their quarterback. quarterback room yeah, but that's good quarterback room a.t perry, perry from wake forest a.t perry i was, is a, was a steal at
0: six i like that pick at six but a they didn't go steal. with anyone they didn't go with anyone you know more than that like they took isaiah foskey at notre dame solid I mean, not a, not nice, of nice pick in the second round a little not early a, no I don't a little think so. early for me you know so. just a look I, I thought that the saints could have really had this a plus draft i'd give them more of a like a c like not the worst i just thought
1: the saints could do a lot more with I, what they had i think i think isaiah foskey is, is a good replacement for marcus davenport who they lost right i i really uh, even though that they have uh what's his name uh the, the guy who throws all the interceptions oh my god i'm losing my mind today um, the quarterback from Florida State, James, Jameis, yeah, they'll have Jameis Winston as the backup. But I think Jake Haner is a really good quarterback. I think you put him as a third quarterback, you develop him. It's a nice pick. I, I don't think that this is a terrible draft. I really don't. I, it's just worse ones for me. Den Denver was worse for me. Yeah, Denver uh, didn't have a great one either. No, but they also didn't have a first or a second pick because they they lost them in the Russell. No, I mean,
0: that's game. on you if you don't have a first and second pick, your draft's pretty terrible. I mean, like yeah. if you're trading. If you're trading for your quarterback and he does terrible for you, you pay him all that money, you don't have a first, second round pick. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're like, that's you, they inflicted that on themselves, that trade. Now become like the amount of players and draft capital that they the Seattle Seahawks turned into like that the trade is so one sided now, and I still think Denver sits in that AFC Without as a doubt like doubt. There's 100, still 100, the worst you know, team in the league battling
1: with the Raiders for or, last or place. sorry still the no worst team in that
0: con- in that um, uh, division. You know Miami That's didn't
1: like, have it's a first round draft pick, but you know I thought their second and third round picks were excellent with Cam Smith. And and Miami,
0: I am I am sorry to Dolphin fans, but you still continue to sit sure. at not a contender in the AFC, but okay. just a team that's sitting and there as like a wild card playoff team. I'm I'm sorry that they're they're the third best team in their division. They are like the Jets are are better with with a better quarterback. The Bills are better. I'm not so sure. I am not ready to sit up here and say the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. The third best team in your in in, in your division with how, yeah. how with how stacked the AFC is, it is not a lock. The the Dolphins well, and a, Tua are going to have to come to play this year because
1: we we just had some technical difficulty. We, we we're just talking about Miami, you know. And I, I listen, I, I still like what they're doing. I still think that they have the offensive firepower. You know, it's all going to be to his health, but that's for another day.
0: Right. I mean, like the the Dolphins just don't scare me roster wise. How the Chiefs, the Bills, the, sure. the 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 Jets, even right now. By uh, the way, the, ch- the Chargers, like they just yeah. they don't, and and I'm I I think that's the problem with the AFC right now. Like you put the Dolphins in the
1: NFC, but they're all gonna we, beat each other up, AJ. We're they're talking. Be, I mean, they're so, they're all so good that they all can't go 15 and two. But this is we're starting to pff,
0: come into a point in the NFL like we did with the East back a couple years ago in the NBA. Remember how the NBA. It's not really like that anymore to where it's East West. Like both East West have really good teams. It used mm-hmm. to be where the West 12 teams deep. You'd have teams that would make the playoffs easily in the East, missing out. And then you had LeBron and his Cavs and the Raptors who would play in the Easter conference finals every year. We're starting to see something like that in the in the NFC. Like the NFC is young. The NFC has a lot of uh teams that were bad last year that are gonna be coming, but I don't think they're contenders this year. Like like the Bears that were bad last year, they're gonna be decent but,
1: this year they're not going to be a you, contender you're like making the, you're making the point for me the the afc is all good teams that except for maybe three that are all going to beat each I, other and they're all going to be within one or two games of each other for the playoffs
0: look you could look at it from that aspect but i i look at it from the aspect are the dolphins when they have to play the chiefs when they have to play the jets and the bills like are well, they going to be able to beat those teams
1: highly competitive as long as two is healthy we'll see Let's jump into... Before you jump in, the one player that I love that we even... We, we put TikToks out on him. the whole nine yards. Well, two players. One, Tajay Spears. You know, I was so upset when the, the Cowboys didn't get him. But Rasheed Rice got drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, did the rich really have yeah. to get that much richer? Yeah, Chiefs had a solid draft, too, because they just
0: added, mm. you know, some... They, they got weapons from Mahomes, and they made that defensive line a lot better for, you know, who they lost. Yeah. So... Yeah. It was a strong draft for them as well, but yep. they I feel like they always do that. They always have that 32nd, 31st pick. Um, I don't know. Just great. They uh their jam in front office there is probably Fantastic second behind experience. the, the Eagles. Derek Henry. Oh man. Love yeah. Him. Strong pick. Uh let's keep it going though. Let's go playoffs. Um, and All we're right. not gonna talk about these game this game seven tonight. We're not gonna talk uh Philadelphia seventy uh Philadelphia Celtics just yet. But we had obviously the game seven. Uh, Warriors-Kings, where the Warriors come out with a 120-100 to 100 victory. And there's nothing else to discuss. But Steph Curry is just the greatest. He's simply yeah. the greatest. I mean, what else do you need? Like I said in the intro, a guy that has done everything you possibly could over an NBA career to be one of the greatest of all time, then goes and has the first 50-point game, game seven of all time in yeah. NBA history. Unreal. That's crazy. An unreal performance. Now, now, now he against, did
1: shoot a lot,
0: shot a lot, but I would a rather lot. let Steph Curry shoot a million times before anyone else. I'm um, saying it,
1: it wasn't the most efficient fifty
0: points ever. In in game in a game seven after you come off a game six, getting destroyed on your home court against a king team, a Kings team who has all the momentum going into this game for yep. Steph Curry to have that kind of performance and a performance where Wiggins. Played pretty bad, didn't shoot well. Clay Thompson was awful; couldn't hit a shot all night. Uh, so it, you know, so so it was
1: Green. Green was terrible.
0: Dream, Draymond was was chucking up shots to try to help. He couldn't get like there was no help in this game for nope. for for Curry. He had to do it all on his own. The Kings, thankfully, on their end, didn't really come to play. Zabonis topped off. You know, he led the team in scoring with twenty two, but he he topped off what was just a, a an incredibly unforeseen, terrible series. From Zabonis, yeah. like if he played at, like a little bit better, they they probably win this series. You know, they still took him to seven. Fox didn't have his didn't have a good performance in Game Seven. I think he was just overwhelmed with having oh. the responsibility of Curry. Couldn't do it on the offensive end. Plus and, the finger,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 you know that the what we've been talking about all all season long was the depth of this Kings team. They could come in and play ten guys deep. The role players, the deep guys, didn't really come to play either. So in a Game Seven. You know, I said that the Kings could have a chance the way that they've been playing. And you said, oh, wait, just just hold on. Look for, you know, the Warriors game seven. Too much experience. Curry Curry's been here before. He knows how to do this. And I mean, 58 and six hats off to the King. He'll go on. They'll go on and take the take on the King now uh, in the Lakers.
1: Great. great, great And that's that ends up being a very good series. Yes, and the one that I predicted, and I'm really excited about that because I'm really not really good at the predictions lately. So I am t- I'm um I'm I'm on a high, buddy. Yeah. I had that one. I wanted that one peg.
0: Game ones uh, that we can get to really quick before we get to hockey um, was Heat Knicks Heat get the win in game one in the Garden, and then the Nuggets dominate the Suns in game one. There we'll let's start with oh, the- let's go starting with the Nuggets game. That game wasn't very close outside no. of the first six minutes. Uh, th- this Nuggets team, man, the, th- th- again, game two is the series. I want to get that down, you know, real clear. Like this is, I know game two will be after we record this, but if the Nuggets end up winning game two, this is over. Like the Nuggets mm-hmm. two game, two game lead, the way that they're playing now through seven games of, of the playoffs, six game of the playoffs, they're yep. too good right now. And it's not even Jokic. Jokic it's is doing Jamal everything, Murray, man. Jokic is doing everything else besides scoring. Wait till Jokic starts actually scoring the ball. Jamal Murray has has been an incredible scorer for them. Aaron Gordon. What the, what the heck? As a Magic fan, you can't, you can't understand my frustration with how, how good Aaron Gordon's playing right now. I've I've been waiting. I was waiting for this for six years in Orlando. He's playing unbelievable right now. Uh, Yeah. I'm telling you right now it's over if they win game two, the Suns. Uh, defensively, they have to step it up. You you expect Booker and Durant to, to score and handle that part, but Chris Paul right now is an incredibly defensive you know liability. Liability. Yep. Aiton might be the softest big man in the league. He he gives Jokic no, Jokic is laughing with Aiton on him. You got to do something about that. The problem um, then, is the bench. Where is where are you going to find any other scoring on this bench? But I, I don't think that's what you need to, to worry about. Durant, I, I, Booker, Ayton Paul, like the, the starters will handle the scoring defensively. They, they need to lock in. First of all, the starters need to lock in defensively, but when they go right. to the bench and they have to go to Shamit and they have to go to Landell for those couple right. minutes and, and Torrey Craig has played big minutes, like they, they really need to lock in defensively because uh, there's too many scores for the Nuggets. They got to limit those but, runs. The Nuggets get also, out on you, those you, runs and, and they're not going to look back with a lead.
1: You also have a Kogi starting, like, like, I guess I didn't even realize he was – was he starting all year? Like, this well, he, is a guy that, that I just he's He's playing nothing. He's he been playing nothing good. to me. He offers he's been, nothing.
0: He's been playing – he was playing fine. Tory Craig was playing fine. He was starting before. And Shamit and Lee are fine. Look, they, they have – their guard, guard. you know, bench is fine. It's, yeah. it's their it, – it's, it's the problem with, you know, their size. When Aiden goes out – Aiden really hasn't been playing good anyway. So when Aiden goes out, you got to put Landell or Bismack Biombo in there. Like they're going to eat out rebounding. Uh, Jokic had twenty rebounds. Jokic yeah. had twenty rebounds. Aaron
1: Gordon had six. Mm-hmm. Like did, they did, have to did get Jokic, bigger. Did Jokic down low. sweat during this game at all? Nice. He seemed I'm like telling he, you. the offensive rebounds and the defensive rebounds were coming so easily, unless DeAndre like, Ayton puts on twenty more
0: pounds and and grows some balls and plays like an aggressive player. Like we've seen Ayton play like that. Remember the the finals run. Ayton was a huge piece of that yeah. when they went there. He has not played anything like that since I, I so had i'm, I'm this disappointed road. in the suns but huge huge game two um in you know, denver st- phoenix
1: stop trying to buy a championship That's wow the That's heat though didn't the surprise of, me the heat the heat i don't even i didn't know what to say anymore the, the like, heat this
0: didn't surprise me by the way uh you're talking kay. about the knicks going up in the first half playing really good basketball the heat couldn't shoot guess what That's what the Heat have done every win they had in the first round. They start out slow in the first half. They get down, and they're like, yeah, we got to turn it up. Jimmy Butler, where are you? Turn it up for me. They go on a really, really good run. They lock in defensively in the second half. Um, You know, obviously, Julius Randle was missed in game one. uh, But, you know, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett stepped up. He gave you his best playoff game, game, 26. Um, But he played great. When they when they don't have Randall, they miss those points because they they don't have a ton of scoring off the bench. So you know it's hey, hard to replace it's hard to replace you know your top or your second best scorer there. So they need Randall to get healthy what, to
1: what what happened have a to Quentin Grimes series. what happened to, we we watch Quentin well, Grimes playing He college. came off the
0: bench. He was hurt. He got hurt last series, but he
1: yeah
0: but he hasn't he, been playing. You know, giving but, him the minutes he was in the regular season.
1: But if I was an NBA scout watching him at Houston, I would have told you this guy was going to be the next great NBA shooter of our time, and he has turned out to be nothing. Nothing. It's mind-boggling oh. to me. Uh, Quentin Grimes isn't the reason that they like lost. No, I, I, there's I, no reason just, to. It's, it, I just it bothered me. I've never gotten to talk about it. I just, had to get it off my chest. At the end it, of the day, Gabe, if Gabe Vince is going to score and Kyle Lauer is going to score, New York doesn't stand a chance. But here's the thing with the Heat is
0: Gabe Vincent is such a good scorer, such a good shooter. Um, you know, love is, is shooting the ball, Caleb Martin shooting the ball. The difference between this Heat and Knicks team, the, the Knicks, I think, in this series are gonna get stunned because they play the, they, they are playing a team that plays just as good defense as them, where the Cavs didn't really have that same defensive, right. you know, intensity. The Heat do. When the Heat turn it on, they play just as good defense as the Knicks, but they have shooters around them. Gabe mm-hmm. Vincent is going to shoot the three better. Like, the three-point, like, they they were 13 for 39. The Knicks were seven for 34. You can't make seven three-pointers, shoot that many, shoot 20% from the line. No, You're like not going to beat any. point difference. The yeah. Heat are a three-and-D team. They stop yeah. you on defense. They go down and transition the other way. And they look for the three. They look for these guys to get hot. Um, And when Kyle Lowry's hot like he is right now, he's playing incredible. Like, I'm telling you, I think the Knicks are going to get a little stunned in this one. Brunson's now hurt, too, like, this is if I had to put my money on this, like the heat are going to, are you know, win, back win this to
1: back conference finals for the Miami I think
0: heat, the heat are going to win this in five, you know, Jeez. I like like the Knicks are banged up now and, and it looks like, you know, defensively they've met their match. So it's the heat back to back, I, I don't it's know how they keep doing this, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. Either, man. I don't. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy. All Butler. right. That's the NBA right now. We'll come back at the end of the week. We'll have some more updates on the series. We'll have uh, you know obviously the 76 year Celtics series kicked off and and you know we'll be we'll have a little more clear picture on who's going to be you know the the conference final matchups but in the NHL we had a game 6 Saturday where the Maple Leafs beat the Lightning in overtime they finally break the finally. curse the demons have been
1: exercised
0: 19 years i don't know they 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 are on another planet right now in 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 Toronto they yes. are they're celebrating! Yeah. They haven't Celebrate. had this much excitement in years. They also have even more excitement that they don't have to play the Bruins in the next round. We had two Game Sevens on Sunday. First one: Bruins, Panthers. The Panthers were up two zero in the in in the you know early in the game. We're stunning the Bruins. They fight back three two, and then the final minute, they get a, an empty net goal with with their goalie pulled. Four three is the score in overtime. Uh, really well, wasn't it an
1: empty netter. You mean like, uh, well, not an empty got, netter. They pulled yeah. their goalie to get the
0: extra skater yeah. and got, got to go that way. Um, the, Mont- this, the, this, this shot by Montour,
1: hold on the shot by Montour on Florida yeah. beat Swayman. I, in, in, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not perfect even sure position. how the, I don't know how the puck got in between his pad and the post. It was like this much room and somehow the right. puck, the, the puck went Whoa, in. It,
0: it was, was unreal. It was, it was perfect positioning. And then the overtime goal, um was was just Rating. it was Oof. it was leaning the panthers way the entire game you were if you yes. were a bruins fan every the, the arena was quiet the entire game cuz mm. you knew it was coming you just could yeah. tell that this panthers team wanted Dominated. it more it felt like Dominated. the bruins the bruins they gave it everything they could like the bruins played a good game 7 man but this panthers team looked more alive they looked more like like they really wanted to win uh, th- this is one of the all time biggest upsets in playoff hockey history. This is the best team to ever, you know, play a regular season in Boston. They had high hopes for a playoff run. But this is man, like when... the giant.
1: This is like the New York Giants beating the New England Patriots when they're going going for a perfect season. But when I mean, this that level, but we've seen this happen before,
0: of course. Where we're. you roll? Well, I'm not even talking about the the amazing regular season call. choke in the in the uh, in the regular season. We've seen that before, but mm-hmm. we have seen this before where you get. Ulmark, who is the by far Vienza trophy winner for this year, has had an amazing regular season. It was his first year ever as a starter, so it was just this out of nowhere guy. But you put him in the playoffs, man. He got rocked a couple of those games. Mm-hmm. That's why they had to go sway in in game seven. And the reason they lost wasn't because of him. No. He made some really good saves. Like, but but the reason mm-hmm. they were in this position was Olmark really didn't play like he did in the regular no. season. They 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 were I think they were shocked on on how
1: poorly he played in, in the postseason. My opinion, watching the last couple of games, right, you know, first of all, Florida, Matthew Kachuk is a man among boys. He's just a phenomenal, phenomenal player. But yeah. they had a lot, Ekblad behind, you know, they just had a lot of really big, bruising guys. And the more you watch this series, the more Boston's defense looked very vulnerable, very small, and 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 very overmatched. It wasn't yeah. the offense of Boston. I mean, the Pasternak's and 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 the Taylor Hall's had great series. It was the defense that was completely overwhelmed. The amount of time that Florida spent with the puck in there in the Boston zone was overwhelming. I, that that's the difference to me in in the series. Look, it was. I
0: I am I'm still stunned because that that Boston team was so good. They they were so good. And it's not to take anything from away from the Panthers. That team's better than the Panthers. You know, if they run back a seven game series. They probably beat them in five again. They were up three one. Like Panthers this wasn't this play- wasn't a no. back and forth series. They were up three one. They should have won yep. game <laughs> five and send it over. Like this is just what happens yes. in playoff
1: hockey. This is it's playoff great. hockey.
0: Like hey. it's it, anything can happen. The Panthers. But I'm shocked. Had, I'm shocked. The
1: Panthers had to win six of their last seven games just to get in the playoffs by one point. Right. Sh- I mean, I am- it's crazy.
0: I'm shocked, and I'm I'm, I'm so though. shocked, and I'm and I'm giving pre- props to the Panthers. Man, they came to play. Their star players came alive. To Chuck's ridiculous, yeah. um, really, really, you know, shout out to them. But I think this next series with Toronto is different. I think Toronto exercising those the those first round demons is going to unlock a new potential for Toronto. Toronto should be very excited right now. I think coming you know, not thing. playing not playing the Bruins and playing this Panther team where they can. You know, they've beaten them. They, I think they beat them every time in the regular season. They can yeah. score on them. The, the Maple Leafs fans should be excited because I think they, they win that series, and they're going to be yep. in the conference finals.
1: The Maple Leafs, it all comes down to one player, and that is Samsonov. Yep. He played brilliant against Tampa Bay. He played better than Vasilevsky in goal. If he yeah. plays like that, Tampa, I mean Toronto will win this series. If he plays like he played a lot of times this the season, giving up three, four, five goals a game, because Florida can put the puck in there. Yeah, the they net. could score. You know, this is gonna be a much harder series than people imagine. I think it's another long six, seven game series for sure. It's gonna be awesome.
0: Should be awesome. The other game seven was Seattle versus the Avs. I, I have no idea. And, and Seattle I have, it has happened. Seattle with the second biggest upset of the night, you know, I—it's I, I it's incredible. Bigger. I think it's bigger. I From really the, do. If you asked me before the series, I would have said you're out of your mind. But if you asked me after Game One, Game Two, I would have said, "Man, this this Kraken team's come to play. This Kraken team—they didn't back down for a game. They were there. They met them physically. They met them, you know, talent-wise. They—I thought defensively and how they shut down one of." The best scoring teams, a team that scored their way to a, a Stanley Cup last year, mm-hmm. shut them down defensively. How about their former goalie shutting them down, you know, with, with an excellent
1: series uh okay. with, with Grubauer? You, you could stop you, can't, right you there. can't write that.
0: You can't write you, you,
1: that. You can stop right there. Philip Grubauer played one of the greatest games I have ever seen last night. I mean,
0: what a revenge story. You your team doesn't protect you in the expansion draft. You get taken by the expansion team. You have a terrible year one. You're, you're one of the worst teams yep. in the league. You come back year two. You play them in the first round. They're the first seed, and he gets yep. his revenge by beating them. That's that's how you do it.
1: I, in the first period alone, the, the shot differential was 16-6 to 6 for uh, Colorado. When I say 16 shots, they were 16 of the most incredible scoring chances that any team has probably had in the playoffs. And this yeah. guy was standing on his head. I I when I, at the end of the first period it was zero zero. I'm like Seattle doesn't stand a chance of winning this game, right? And they end up winning two to one. Like yeah. unbelievable. I think you saw how valuable Gabriel Landeskog was to this team yes. in this series, Very. and Vishukin. Uh, like Natalie Vishukin is a great player too. Those two guys missing were tr- instrumental to their game. yeah. Like team.
0: it, it, it was team. you know you know, I know Makar plays defense you know and and he's great, but McKinnon looked looked kind of alone out there missing some of his guys that play on his level. And it yep. wasn't like the same chemistry as that top well, line has always had. Rantan uh, and, wasn't
1: as good, you know, and not Seattle having, not having Kadri like, this year was big for them.
0: C- Seattle, man, th- this is a bunch of, a bunch of, you know, experienced hockey players. Like we, yes, this is a new team, but they, th- it's an expansion draft. Like they picked guys from all these others team, all these other teams, when you look down the roster, you've seen these guys in playoff games before, sure. like Jordan this never is, been exper- this is an experienced team. Mm-hmm. So they move on now. Um, they play the the stars, which is going to be an excellent series that both those teams are really good. I'd still, I, I'm still going to roll with my stars, um, there, but man, the,
1: the Kraken are not going to be an easy, an easy task for I, sure. I think Dallas is going to manhandle. Really? I, I think Dallas is going to win in five. I, I, mm. There's very few teams playing as good as Dallas is playing right now. Jake Ottinger is unscorable. You, you can't get it by yeah. him, right? I don't think Seattle has enough talent compared to what Dallas has. And I think that they gave everything they had to win this series. And I think they're going to run out of steam. You have uh, the, the Colorado Avalanche.
0: I'll, I'll end with this. They, 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 they go with uh, Alexander Georgiev as their starting goalie. And they are out in the, the first round there. So maybe they should look at.
1: I don't think it was Gigorius. Addressing the goalie. I don't I'm think it was that. that. All right, before, on, before that, on leave, that
0: on that note, uh, we is. are
1: we are two hours to puck drop, buddy, and I'm I'm I am I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, hopefully, I'm, we'll we'll see everyone on the other
0: side with with happy file uh, smiles and faces, and hopefully, you know, on on Friday's episode, we can.